Ave Maria Radio and Renewal Ministries presents Fire on the Earth, a compelling look at the new evangelization through inspiring teachings, interviews, and testimonies. Welcome, friends. This is Peter Herbeck, your host, and here we are at the very beginning of this season of Lent, beginning yesterday with Ash Wednesday. And I, friends, if you didn't have a chance to tune into the program this week so far, I encourage you to go to our website at renewalministries.net to kind of break open preparing us for the season and understanding how serious the Lord is about purification and uh, our growing in holiness and paying attention to his work in us, the kindness and severity of God that unfolds in our own lives, but also in our church and in the world and to enter into this season with great focus and earnestness in faith to pray for the church because we need it. The battle is fierce in the church today. The Lord's totally in charge, but he loves to have us participate. He calls us to participate in his mission. And purification begins with me, each one of us, in, in, in the heart, in our mind, and our will. How are we actually living before the Lord? Take it very seriously in all the graces that are present in this season and mobilize your family, mobilize your friends to do the same. You'll see in the program as well, if you if you go to our website, excuse me, at renewalministries.net, you can download those programs that you may have missed and kind of prep you for the season, and also encourage you to just spend some time on our website. There's a lot of good material there, our YouTube channel, the videos Ralph Martin and I have been doing over the last few years, or they're all there. Our TV program, a radio program, Sister Ann Shields, is fantastic, Food for the Journey program. A lot of free stuff there just to help you grow and get serious, and this is a moment in the history of our country here in the United States and in many, many places around the world, there's wars going on, intense stuff that's happening around the world and chaos and trouble in the nations. But our nation itself is convulsing. It's just massive division and struggle and problems that are going on. And there's a lot of stuff that's, I think, profoundly offensive to God. And we as a people can make a huge difference simply by living differently in these days during Lent by getting serious to the in response to the call of the Lord to pray, to fast, to pray for the church, to pray for peace in the world, to pray for our nation to get back to its fundamental principles and for us to walk in the will of God and to stop offending God. Today's gospel reading is the call to discipleship. And as I talked about on Monday, I think it was, when the reading was, you know, counted pure joy when involved in all kinds of trials and how much Jesus and the apostles teach about, number one, that it's going to happen in the Christian life. You're going to get opposed. You're going to experience trial, persecution, and the rest of it. But also that that's gold when it comes. That's a gift from God. It should be fully embraced and not to be afraid. So here's today's reading from Luke chapter 9. Jesus said to his disciples, The Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected. Rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes. And to be killed, and on the third day, be raised. Man, what what clarity. The footsteps of Jesus, the, the way of the cross, our sin, human sin, and the seriousness of human sin, is communicated right here. Why must the Son of Man suffer? The Son of Man. The Son of God. The God-Man. 
eternally begotten Son of God takes on human flesh and enters the human story to redeem a fallen race of people who are trapped in slavery under the dominion of the world of flesh and the devil, living without hope in the world, enemies of God, the Bible says, under God's judgment, no way out, destined for eternal separation from God, slaves to the world of flesh and the devil in so many ways, and the target of the devil's constant attacks, and he's the accused, the deceiver, the divider, the murderer, stirring up more and more trouble in the human heart. We're a race of people, no matter how much money we have, no matter how many things we can create that are dazzling, we need a Savior. We need salvation. We need forgiveness of sins. We need the gift of the Holy Spirit. We need to be born again to become children of God. That's why Jesus has to suffer. He becomes a sacrifice for our sin, a pure offering to God, an offering of love to the Father, a yes to the Father for our salvation. The reading goes on. Then he said to all, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. Whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. Whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. I'm sorry, I jumped ahead. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. What profit is there for one to gain the whole world and to lose or forfeit himself? Wow, that's a great meditation. This is a great meditation. The church is so wise. We're getting this call to discipleship right at the beginning of this season of Lent. It's one, it's a, it's a way of saying, do you understand the price that was paid for your salvation? Do you see how serious sin is? That's number one. Number two, are you really following the Lord? Are you actually living like a disciple? Because this is the most important thing that ought to be characterizing your life because the stakes could not be higher. We're being offered salvation. The question is, are we receiving it and walking in it? Remember what Jesus says, the one who does the will of my Father is the one who's going to receive the kingdom. He who does the will of God. Jesus did the will of God. It was his food. It was his joy. He lived it all the way to the end. If anyone wishes to come after me, now that phrase, come after me, that's a discipleship term. Right? That's a description. In the time when Jesus was living, the rab- there'd be rabbis who would have young men who are under the tutelage and the discipleship of the rabbi. Rabbi means teacher. These young men are learners. That's what it means to be a disciple, to be a learner. And not just learning data, but you're learning the whole way of life at that time of the people of Israel. In times they lived with the rabbi. And as they walk through town, the rabbi'd walk, they'd be behind the rabbi, single file sometimes, and they would be, people would identify them with their rabbi. They're identified, their whole life is identified with him because he's passing on a way of life, a full way of life, not just academic information. So Jesus said, if you want to become my disciple, my follower, you must deny yourself. That's number one. What's he talking about? He's talking about that 
capacity in us to simply decide for ourselves who we are, what matters most, to deny yourself, to deny the the capacity in us to just simply say, I'm my own master, I'm my own maker, I'm going my own way. Instead, it's a heart change. It's a directional change. And say, now, the life I now live, I'm living it by faith in the Son of God. I want what He wants. Like St. Paul said, make it your aim to please the Lord. That's what I want. I want to know. I can't please Him unless I know. And I have to deny that thing in me that wants to put me first. My opinion, my feelings, my comfort, whatever I want, my dreams, and then God signs off on it for me. And second, take up your cross daily. Take up your cross is the spiritual battle, the spiritual combat that's on a daily basis. Spiritual combat expressed in learning how to love God and love neighbor fundamentally. Because there's a whole lot in us that wants everybody to love us, to love me, pay attention to me, acknowledge me, reward me, give me what I want. It's disposed of putting that to death and picking up the cross of what it means to follow Jesus. The cross isn't just simply, oh, I got a headache today. You know, that, that could be something, how you handle that, yeah. But it's tiny. The real cross is standing against, in love, encourage the resistance of the world, of political systems, of social systems, and social networks, and things that literally stand against God and the will of God and God's plan. That you're willing to pay a price to do that, to carry up, carry the cross that way and to follow me, deny self, take up the cross and follow me. That is come after me where I'm leading you. Whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. This is Jesus speaking. He's, he's right. If your wish, if your heart is set on saving yourself, I want to secure in this life. I don't know how I'm going to be alive, but my number one passion is to pursue my personal dreams. My, the possessions I want, the money I want, the, the fame that I want, whatever I want, I'm going to get. The woman I want, the man I want, in a way that ever, I'm going to stack it all up to get what I'm designing for me. And Jesus is saying, if you're not willing to submit all of that to his will and have him as your first love, yes, Jesus, there's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. The life I now live, I live by faith as belief and radical trust in Jesus. That's Christianity. If you don't do that, you're going to lose your life forever, forever. Now, St. John Paul II, we have just a couple of minutes in a wonderful document called Redemptorist Missio, was describing what, what it means to be converted. That means turn to Jesus and responding to the very thing Jesus just said, called us to. Paragraph 46 says, The proclamation of the word of God has Christian conversion as its aim. Jesus said, go make disciples of all nations, you know, preach the gospel to all nations. And what are you after? What's the church after? The very thing Jesus is calling the disciples to, conversion, a radical turning from our own will, the will of the world, someone else turning, facing the Lord, following him and becoming his follower. And here's how St. John Paul described it. This conversion is a complete and sincere adherence to Christ and his gospel through faith. Complete and sincere. That's a good thing to meditate on. What is the state of my conversion? Is it complete? Is it genuine, sincere from the core of my being? And is it, am I living 
the good news by faith, that is, believing him with all my heart, but also radically entrusting my life to him. He said, conversion is a gift of God, a work of the Blessed Trinity. It is the Spirit who opens people's hearts so that they can believe in Christ and confess him. This is the key part I want us to hear today. The next paragraph. From the outset, that's right from the beginning, when you hear the gospel, the turn begins to happen. It says, from the beginning or from the outset, conversion is expressed in a faith which is total and radical and which neither limits or hinders God's gift. Think of those two terms. So I mentioned the first paragraph, a complete and sincere adherence. Is it complete? Is it sincere? Your desire to respond to God. And is it in this paragraph, is it total and radical? That is to the root, the whole person is say, Lord, I'm all in. At the same time, this gives rise to a dynamic of lifelong process, which demands a continual turning away from life according to the flesh and coming into according to the spirit. Conversion means accepting, this is the Holy Father again, by a personal decision, the saving sovereignty of Christ and becoming his disciple. So from the outset, in the moment, I know I'm going to have to grow. It's going to go deeper. That's God's grace. But from the beginning, have you made the decision to accept Christ, he says, by a personal decision, his total sovereignty over your life. And if you said, yes, Lord, I want to follow you, I'm putting you first, putting you first. I want to deny myself, pick up my cross, and I want to come after you because I want to seek to please you in all my life. Friends, that's what Lent's about, getting clear about that and saying yes to it. God bless you. Each program of Fire on the Earth with Peter Herbeck can be downloaded at AveMariaRadio.net and RenewalMinistries.net. Fire on the Earth is a production of Ave Maria Radio. Friends, I'd like to offer you my new booklet, Receiving Fire. Jesus said, I have come to cast fire on the earth. Would that it were already ablaze. That fire is the purifying love that burns in the heart of Jesus. A fire of grace for those who receive it, but a fire of judgment for those who refuse it. If you'd like a copy of this free booklet, call 1-800-282-4789 or contact us on the web at renewalministries.net slash FOE. That's renewalministries.net slash FOE.